know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you, so let's get started. Welcome to episode 35 of the Heart Sing Podcast. I'm Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer. You guys, we are at only 35 episodes and almost 10,000 downloads. What? It's awesome. You're awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Keep sharing, subscribing, downloading. It helps the podcast, but also it lights my fire. And you know what happens when you light this pit of fire over here? (laughs) Hold on to your seats because you're going to need a seatbelt today and you might find out a little bit about what happens because I'm pretty fired up. I am going to talk a little bit more about signs in my life. I've had a lot this week and a week full of them. Also, because these limbs of yoga that we're wrapping up take us to that inside place that have helped me hear my voice so much clearer on this journey and live in my authentic power. And it's all a part of it. And it's a part of these signs in me being in alignment and in tune to hear them. These are the big guns, you guys. So hang in here. This episode's going to be a little bit longer, but I promise to bring it home for you. And if you're just diving into the Heart Sing podcast, all good. You can start anywhere and you were called to this episode and this topic. So sit put, saddle up, and let's let's get to it. And um, then you can go off and have a heart sing and slayer binge after this. How's that sound? And in fact, depending on when you're listening, it might be a timely episode as there's a couple of special offers built in here that you might want to catch while they're hot. And today's topic, the final three paths on the eight limb path of yoga is all about this journey inside of us to that magic space, this enlightenment. Think of this like a tree trunk, and these are the rings, and we're working our way into the inner core. Today, we get to the core, you guys, and I am lit. This is my jam. As we work our way in on these paths of yoga, yoga meaning joining your body, mind, and soul, we started on this outside layer with how we treat the outer world, or we called the yamas, and we moved in a layer to work on us and how we treat ourselves. That's second limb, the niyamas. Then we went into the third, the asana yoga, this focusing of the physical body. Then into the fourth and fifth layers, the breath control, pranayama and pratyahara, the sensory withdrawal. And here in this episode, we're come, we're starting to get deeper into that core level of these inner practices. And after we prepare Through these outer limbs and inner limbs, we're ready for the innermost practices right around the core, but you can start in any of these limbs. You don't have to start out and wait. You can experience anything at any time and instantaneously can be enlightened like Byron Katie and Eckhart Tolle to name a couple. The first of these three inner 
of the core limbs, dharana, this allows us to move beyond the body and mind to dig into that magic space inside. We learn to train the drunken monkey and more of that monkey business later. I'll fill you in on that. Then we're going to head into dhyana, also known as meditation. Whoop, you know, that's my jam. Then to understand a little bit more about the Mac Daddy of them all, this samadhi business, enlightenment, or self-actualization of our higher selves. But first, I got to tell you about my signs because I can't stand it. You guys all have to know. I can't even believe to tell, tell you about all of them. Boom, 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 one after another. But I'm going to share as many as I can with you now from just this week. I mean, they're everywhere. And of course, I'm going to be able to tell you because it's what I do here every week, right? (laughs) You guys, my heart is singing full of radiance, love, life force energy, and cultivating this feeling as I've been sharing talking about building this top as a self-discipline to show up, building these habits in the habit stacks and doing it even when I don't want to, when it's uncomfortable. And through doing that habit work and building these healthy habits, these do affect my radiance. And meditation is key on this path. It's one of those habits. And as Patanjali says, it's on everyone's path to self-actualization that this doesn't happen without the experience of meditation. It doesn't necessarily mean a certain type of practice of meditation, but the meditation itself is essential to this path. So Patanjali, the ancient sage that brought us these yoga sutras that inspired this latest podcast series I'm doing and really considered the father of yoga. So he inspired a lot more than that. But here in, in my little world, he inspired all the big things, right? And so talking about being able to focus our mind is necessary to reach this samadhi. We'll get to the definitions of this a little more in a bit. But first, again, my signs. I'm bursting with this new vision. And of course, I have to share with you about how it's coming about and about the amount of trust I've learned to put into myself and listening my voice over these past few years and knowing what it feels like when I can hear it and when I'm in alignment. I want to make sure I'm sharing this on my journey with you just like I have since the beginning because I want you to see it happen in the moment and know it's possible for all of us. This has been my entire journey, sharing to show what is possible as I create my future self now. I talked about this in a podcast I did with Renee Spears today on her Apundology podcast. It just came out. It's on YouTube, too. You can check us out. I'll drop the link below, and you can hear even more about that. I'm going to tell you a little more detail about the signs and then go check out the Renee thing. And it's, it's going to all come together for you. So I've been writing in this box in the Me First Guide Planner I created as I assess my day at night. And notice I said assess and not judge. I put on that scientist hat and I reflect. There's a space that says, how can I increase focus on what I desire? I worded it this way specifically because we want to stay in that focused positive action and positive emotion. So how can I put my focus on that which I desire? Notice it doesn't say, what the hell did I do wrong? And how can I beat myself up? (laughs) Right? It says, hey, how can I focus on what I want? 
Do you reflect on your day like this? Write that one down and ask yourself this each night. Write it on your mirror. Put it on a sticky. How can I increase focus on what I desire? And then get up and try to do it tomorrow. And over and over again, I've been writing, work the vision, build your vision. I knew it wasn't clear yet. And part of me was feeling stymied, like I spoke about over the past few weeks. And last week, I got all these signs to deepen my asana practice or my physical yoga practice and to start teacher training on that. Getting back in alignment with those habits and expanding them, I kept asking, how can I serve and knowing I needed to build this vision more and more. And I've been starting and stopping the vision building on it. Almost like a fear to move from where I am because I've been so content. But you know what we do with fear at Namaslayer? Like Simba from The Lion King. We laugh in the face of danger. (laughs) Bring on the fear. This is how I grow. It's how I learn. It's how you grow and learn. You step into the fear. If you're not uncomfortable, you're not doing it right. It's time to leave the comfort of my RV adventure life and to expand this next vision. I mean, the universe is making it clear, leaving me stranded with backordered parts and all these little things, right? So here's what happened this week. I'm getting all these signs the week before about yoga over and over, and I was like beating the head with it and added my favorite asana back in, and my heart sings starts vibrating on this even higher level again, and that excitement cultivated within as I built this energy. I'm back on my habit stack. I'm doing these things that feel hard because I was feeling like I was in the mud a little bit, but I was getting up and doing them anyway because I know they serve me, and the energy I built through this process takes me from a fear-based mind to a heart so radiant and full of love, there's not an influence from the outside world that can dull that shine. And then, you know, it'll wear off throughout the day and I got to take a dip back in and get to that space as it wears off a bit from all the inputs going on, getting to the stillness. And I keep asking, how can I serve? What is my purpose? What do I desire? And being still and allowing it to come. And on Monday, I decided to just chill out and read a bit in bed, my legs up a wall, just allowing myself to enjoy this magical little space I created with the cool air blowing on me on a Monday afternoon, reading a fiction book that I'd gotten into. And I took a break from creating to just chill out and enjoy it. The fact I'm able to just read a book with my legs up a wall on a Monday afternoon without a care in the world, right? Like, What's better than that? And the thought struck me how grateful I was for this life I've created. I looked over, you know, this freedom. I looked over to my vision boards installed. They're right at the foot of my bed. And these images I chose because they create an energy vibration within me that says, yes, that. I just look at them and I feel all this emotion. You must have this emotion generated from your vision boards, people. If you look at the picture and you're like, yeah, that's nice take them down. If you have to read it to inspire you, that's an inspiration board. Vision means vision. You look and boom, you feel that flare of emotion. No brain power necessary. It's like subconscious fires you up. Look for what brings energy to your heart when you look for these pictures. It's what creates on a subconscious level. 
So, okay, total vision boarding squirrel there, but I do have my passions, all of them. But, you know, listen, I still have employees reach out to me that I may do vision boards because I do workshops on this and tell me how amazed they are. It's all happened because it matters. Okay, you guys, on Monday, I took a look over at these vision boards and I realized that I've made this every day a weekend, which are one of the few things of words that you will see on my vision board, but it's more about the card itself. It's on a Tommy Bahama postcard with a killer view, but the message. So I look at it and I get that vibe. I don't even have to read it. I create my days. I made every day a weekend. It's not the words that matter when I look at it. It's the message to me this creation of it, this adventure life on the road. I looked at the other pictures. I was like, I need a new vision board. Then I looked a little closer. There's this picture of a swimmer gal that had lost 101 pounds that I've been moving from board to board since Hawaii in 2015. And I'm like, now, been there, done that, baby, right? Exceeded it now, over 110. But she's a great memory and symbol of what I've done. And it helps me cultivate gratitude and love for myself and a bit of awe. Wow, this really works. I decided she stays for now because it's good to come from that abundance on boards too. Things you want to keep in your world you're grateful for and they high vibe you on the impact. Then there's this picture of a laptop at a coffee shop with their feet up on the table. It's my life now. It's how I work from anywhere I want. Writing away. I'm doing it right now at a Starbucks near my house. I take pictures of this all the time. You check out my Instagram at addybeal underscore namaslayer and you will see like tons of coffee shop pictures. You'll also see a picture of that vision board I just told you about or a piece of it. I can't explain to you why I love writing in coffee shops so much, but I do. And I've had this vision forever. And I sit there and I have the classical music for the soul playlist in my ears and people are chattering lightly in the background around me through my headphones. I'm just so grateful I'm brought to tears for love of my fellow humans. Maybe it's being in an RV and the solitude of COVID has something to do with that, but the power of gratitude. Am I right? What are all those little things you're grateful for that you might have missed during the pandemic? Take a note of them and cherish them. Let's use that high-level vibration. So there's pictures on this vision board that I've created many versions of in my RV, my special book reading and writing area, the white light area look, my magic carpet that arrived from a friend from the Middle East just in time for me to decorate. The hardwood floors, albeit they're super awesome crash-resistant vinyl. (laughs) A great-looking wood floor, by the way. My white fluffy bed. Everyday adventures. Spirituality is on my board. Check, 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 check. But wait, what is this? I sat up in bed a little straighter. I'm like, there's all these travel pics, international travel. Of course, I couldn't even do that last year. But I haven't done that. And that's the heart and soul of my vision. Like most of my board are these pictures, right? Me writing in a cafe in Paris on a houseboat in Amsterdam, having a women's circle, a witchy, bitchy circle in Glastonbury, connecting with our ancient roots, jets, planes, exploration, soul adventures. And guess what I started last week? 
before this happened, half-heartedly admit, but I started this course on planning retreats. Figured I'd scope it out in the online software she was using, how I could improve my next online camp, but that I had to write the book and I couldn't get distracted, right? So I laughed so hard. There you go, universe, right in my path. Right? This vision of this travel, I'm taking this travel course. How can I make that next part of it happen? How's it fit in with future Slayer author, motivational speaker, and retreat leader? Of course, I love this part of what I do. I feel like I was created to do this for sure. You know, the team captain, leader of whatever, all of that stuff. I love to create, motivate, inspire, and make experiences memorable for people. I love it. And I love bonding with my sisters, with like-minded people. It's why I call myself a guide or the sister by your side. I am you, you are me, and together we shall be. Believe, become, be. My tagline. And as we do, we believe, we become, and we be. So the next day, I'm in my coffee shop doing my plan, and there's this little vision box in there to remind us to visualize for just one minute a day. And I close my eyes and I start feeling myself in all these fantastic places. I could see it. I could feel it. And I just knew it's all happening. I had the feeling it was as it's happening. And and the whole rest of that board, the travel, the book writing, the sisterhood circles, it's all coming. I can feel it. And I'm telling you this now because none of it's happening. I'm sitting in a hot RV in the middle of Arizona. It's 120 out and I'm sitting here recording this to you, sweating without the air on. (laughs) So I had this new thought that came out of that vision. My new thought came as it does when I'm in alignment and it just hit me. My new thought is, holy shit, it's so easy. So we practice a new thought each day in the Me First Guide. This is a thought that you work to believe. This is the thought you're going to think when you are that future self person that you don't yet have. Because if you had the thought and you believed it, you would already be it. I had been working on mine and unable to really settle on one. It was too wordy, too lofty, not enough slayer in it. This is it, I thought. This is the thought I will have then. Like the thought I have now about my body that I couldn't imagine at 300 pounds was, oh my God, I'm so skinny. I can't believe it. That's crazy. It's literally the thought. You can try it on. Use it. Go ahead. The young Jedi did, and she's down about 50 pounds, so I'm here to tell you it works. You can even throw some, like, you know, descriptive words in there if you want. Speaking of the young Jedi, by the way, she started getting excited about the retreats, too, and then we start talking about the cool retreats we can plan all over. The young Jedi is my assistant, by the way, and she's also been part of the sisterhood since the beginning, so you'll get to know her. But fast forward to... The, a scene, and I'm messaging this fabulous friend of mine from Hawaii on topics unrelated. All of a sudden, I have her house to stay at in Hawaii and use her cars and all of that jazz because they're coming to the mainland. Are you kidding? I get to see my amazing child more. I've written this out in abundance exercise I did in April, Hawaii in July, and I spent this fake money I had on how I was getting to Hawaii and all of this. Well, I've let the how go, but I keep saying, yes, I'm getting to Hawaii soon. Also, just like I keep saying, I'm going to Colorado. I've been dreaming of being up there because, well, it's hot here. And also, I have a Beaver Creek Mountain home on my vision board because why not? Everyone should have one. It's friggin' gorgeous. Well, my aunt told me that Beaver Creek is on this year and I should come up. (laughs) 
done and done. You don't have to tell me twice. So this adventure RV that is planted by the universe here in hot Arizona on a back-ordered catalytic converter, woohoo! awesome, because I'm going to Colorado and Hawaii and get to see two of my favorite people. See, you just got to keep the faith, you guys. That's like Slayer. That's all you got to do. Keep creating the vision, the vibrations, and it will come. Learning to release and let it go, that might have been the hardest for me because of my whole patience thing and wanting to take action, action, action. And sometimes I got to let the universe work and bring the action to me and just kind of let the how go and stay in the moment. So all these doors just open, open, open when I'm in alignment, when I find the stillness, when I practice my habits when I, that serve me, when I put me first, when I do less, it's more. It's just so easy. Resist and it persists. Let go, accept, and love, and it comes. Back to the sign story. I was on the fence about joining this retreat program to learn more about it. There's a lot of legal and travel stuff and all that unsexy business stuff you need to know if you're going to do it right. And who has time to research all that? This is why I pay for coaches, education, courses, by the way. It was one of the hardest things for me to do to pay people. And I don't know why. Now I'm like, take my money and show me now thousands of dollars in the past few years. And still less than my college education, I've learned way more and been able to make way more out of it. You want to learn about something? Sure, it's free on the internet somewhere. If you have all the time in the world, Google away, my friends. Well, you do because you create time, but that's a, that's another topic. So if you want to create all your time to search the internet, then, you know, you're probably listening to the wrong podcast. <laughs> so you don't want to do that. Just sign up for things. Learn, learn, learn. It's what I do. And then I churn, churn, churn. And I grow and I create and I share and I teach and I learn some more and I do it all over again. And I grow and I help others grow in the process through sharing. You know what they say, one person teaches and two people learn. Back to the retreat business. I'm listening to the leader of this retreat talking about charging and our value. And one of my shadows rears her head, the good old self-worth shadow. We all have the shadow in some aspect. It's true. I heard Oprah say that before. <laughs> so it must be true. We all have a self-worth shadow. The shadow that says, but what if people can't afford it? That's what mine will say. Or what if people don't show up or don't want it or don't like it? Or what if no one likes what you, cre you create? That shadow. Like, what is your worst shadow? What is yours about? So that shadow for me, it's, you know, this is all part of letting go. Like I create for the sake of putting what I am called to put into this world out there. And retreats are no different. Like birthing a book. And you create this book and you let go of the attachment of what happens to the book. Just like you set a goal and you let go of the attachment to the goal, like letting go of attachment to things. So the sh worst shadow, I'm sitting in the coffee shop and uh, I didn't have my card deck. <laughs> so I asked Erica Hestia from our sisterhood to draw a card for me. Her readings are always spot on if you get a chance for Erica to pull a card for you. She pulls the self-worth card. <laughs> I kid you not. You just really can't write this stuff. 
Are you like, whoa, universe, what you got going for a Slayer, right? And the card is very specific in telling you that all the pieces are coming in place that are aligning with the future vision you're creating and that you're worthy of all that is to come. And it actually says people, events, and material objects beyond your frame of reference are being drawn to you. Aim higher for you will draw even greater experiences into your life. Allow your energy to grow. Receiving is an action. Keywords, faith, self-love, and value. Ideas, greater knowledge, innocent curiosity, being rewarded, and receiving divine love. Hot damn, don't you just love that innocent curiosity? So then, yeah, I'm not done. I hope I have time to get to the Samadhi today. I'm going to make time because I create it. Hang in there for this whole episode, you guys. Don't stop it. After all of this, I am doing a live on Facebook and I'm telling everyone how I've been seeing 717 everywhere to the point I was finally, I was like, someone look it up. Like I've seen it a hundred times this week. Well, it popped up again a few more times. I was like, okay, already I'll look it up myself. And here's what I found on 717. Development of your spirituality. Follow your inner guidance when it comes to deciding on which steps to take on that path. Going toward achieving spiritual enlightenment topic of today's podcast, leadership, determination, initiative, ambition, success, progress, achievement, abundance, right? What, of course, inner guidance again, intuition, you guys, spiritual leadership. Remember the episode I did on internal guidance system, learning to listen to that voice inside. And then I go to listen one of Renee's Abundology podcasts that I hadn't finished, and it was picked up in the middle space. You know how you 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 leave one and you're like oh i got to go back and listen to that one so i got i went back cuz it wasn't finished playing literally picked up right in the space where they're talking about exactly all of this everything that was in the 717 number just cracking up it was over and over again you are on the right path Addie. big neon signs right like they're flagging me down the runway go 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 slayer Today, you guys, I'm walking out the door from my walk to said coffee shop, literally got five feet out the door and there's a hummingbird just hanging there. Like, hey, Slayer, what's up? Allowed me to video and everything. Whole nine yards. And then walking down the street, do, 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 middle of Phoenix, but it's just me. There's no cars, nothing. And it's not even really that early. It was like eight o'clock maybe. And this lone yellow butterfly flowing all the way down the street, just dancing, making sure I saw it. Do, 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 do. And you guys, it's hot here. I don't think there's just butterflies floating around all over here anymore. And then the number 222 on a sign. <laughs> and this number coming up over and over. Randomly, some posts came up in the sisterhood yesterday that I commented on. And Ounce pointed out this morning, it was from February 22nd, 222. I decided to run this podcast listener coaching discount through July for you, my listeners, and for those of Renee's podcast that just aired. And you guys are going to love this episode. I'll, I'm going to link it below so you can see it. And we're even on YouTube, so you can see us in person, which is really fun. Back to the 222. I decided I wanted to do a little something special with my pitifier 
and use some of it to fire you witches and bitches up. So I'm doing a 22% off my regular one-hour session. And why 22, you might ask? Mainly because the number 20 just seemed a little not magical enough. And yes, of course, I'll post the link to that too so you can get a session so I can light you up. And if you're listening in July 2021, it'll be valid and you can book a couple months out. So back to the 222 and guess what it means because maybe it's your sign. 22 is a master number and symbolizes intuition, emotions, balance, evolution, and expansion. Add another two to that bad boy, make it triple twos, two, 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 and it means creating new beginnings and expanding with the universe. You guys, there are even more signs than this, but at this point, (laughs) we don't have enough room in the episode. And the point is, you can believe in signs or not, they're there. Your intuition is there. All you have to do is ask, am I on the right path? And you will be shown, yes, 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 or you will just know you're not. Your soul is in there just waiting to speak to you, waiting to be heard, waiting for you to get still and listen. Listen to what your heart desires, to being open to discovering the magic right inside. Are you open? Do you ask? Do you say, universe, I'm ready? After I went to the mountain earlier this week, it started raining and it was such a welcome relief here in Arizona. In Hawaii, we call it the blessings. And I certainly believe this to be the case too. I sat in my car and I just listened to the magic of the raindrops hitting the roof, just enjoying these little things in life. And I thought about this analogy that I heard about meditation and these final limbs of yoga and rain. See how that flowed right into the topic? (laughs) Just like a river, which is also where I'm going with this. (laughs) I am so witty. No wonder you guys hang around. Okay, so these last three paths to the space of awesome, this indescribable samadhi, which of course I'm going to attempt to describe for you as I do. First, though, let's take a look at this rain analogy and these three limbs. Think about rain as this moisture of the clouds forms and either clouds or fog. Think of this as our everyday awareness, a little on the cloudy side. Our magic is in there, but we just can't quite see it. Just like the sun is always there, you just can't always see the sun. Sometimes the clouds are just passing by over it, and other times it's an all-out storm, and it feels like we've lost the sun forever. As this moisture, though, becomes concentrated, it becomes these raindrops. These drops are like the sixth limb of yoga, dharana. This is focused attention. As the rain drops, we have these moments of intermittent focus. It falls and it becomes the river. And it's this river flows, it merges all of these raindrops, all of these little droplets of concentration. They stream together, and this is like Dhyana, the seventh limb of yoga, also known as meditation. And as these drops continue to flow, they merge into uninterrupted focus and therefore the meditation. Our Western definitions sometimes confuse this meditation and being lumped in with mindfulness or use it in a term meaning to think on it. And Patanjali tells us meditation is not thinking. It's a sense of deep unity with your object or subject. You're not thinking. You're unified. 
Swami Vivekananda called our minds drunken monkeys when he introduced meditation to the U.S. in the late 1800s. And you know, I love that metaphor, drunken monkeys. (laughs) So true. And we're led around by our wild horses, our five senses. So this is just great, right? The drunken monkeys are being led by some wild horses. So last week, we had talked about those about Pratyahara and that fifth limb or that path that takes us away from these wild horses and begins our focus inside. You can do this beginning to bring the focus in through things like pranayama, that fourth limb, the breathing exercises, or the third limb doing an assignment on a physical yoga practice or postures. And as you head into this fifth limb or dharana, this is the state of complete concentration where these raindrops are forming, it becomes solid. And this is where we really start to train those drunken monkeys. Think of it maybe more like training a new puppy since maybe you haven't had to train a drunken monkey, <laughs> perhaps. At first, the puppy doesn't want to do what you have to say, and you have to keep repeating the action over and over until they start to catch on that, hey, this is a new way we're doing things, and then eventually they start to display this behavior you want. It's the same with training our minds as we practice focusing, and you can do this in a multitude of ways. You can do it through the pranayama, becoming focused on your breath that you withdraw from all these senses and put complete focus out of your mind into this. And you can do it through your physical practice of asana. asana. You can start to build this concentration. You can also do this with a mind vehicle like a mantra. And this is what we teach at Namaslayer as a certified by the Chopra Center, the primordial sound meditation method. And it's a mantra-based meditation. So in addition to the knowledge you get in the course, you also learn what to expect, how to do it, and you have support on this journey of meditation. You're learning how to focus your mind through a mantra. So you can come to a free intro course and learn more about it. Links will be below to make it as easy as possible for you to meditate. And remember my new thought, you guys. Holy shit, it's all just so easy. And this is where we get stuck and many of us think we can't meditate. It's in our thoughts, right? We think we have too many thoughts, all the thoughts in our head. And we're doing meditation wrong because we have these thoughts. Thoughts are part of the process. They're the clouds. And as you start to focus on something like a mantra, you start to create these raindrops. And it's in this deep concentration where we have access to slip between our thoughts. You cannot have two thoughts at the same time. And therefore, there is an end and a beginning to each thought. And also what Deepak Chopra calls the gap the space between the thoughts. It's in this gap we experience this return to who we truly are, this unbounded self. You won't have a thought when you're in the space. You just are. So often we don't even know we've slipped in the gap. Well, we don't because then you would have a thought in there. So the benefits we receive outside of this meditation practice and this ability to carry this awareness with us more and more, the more dips in the space we take. Deepak talks about this next limb, which is one of the experiences we can have from meditation, samadhi. Samadhi meaning enlightenment. This is the core of that tree. This is the awareness, this unity of who we truly are. And Deepak breaks it down and lets us know sama means evenness or expansiveness. 
And D means the finest quality of our intellect or that which cognizes, meaning the place we are still in unbound. We are aware of being magic, if you will. And that's Slayer speak. That's not Deepak. We're intensely present without a point of view. You've probably experienced this. As I was writing this episode, I was reminded of the second episode of this podcast called Heart Sing. What is it and how to find it? This heart sing I talk about, this awareness of being or the magic within us, same way I was trying to explain some of these things. I didn't even know what samadhi was at the time. I just knew I wanted more of this heart sing and I wanted to catch more of it. How can I get more of it? And sometimes you just don't know when it'll strike. Like on that sand dune organ last summer when I was brought to my knees with the majesty of it all. Or as I came out of meditation yesterday, I just wept with this gratitude, this enormity in, in my in my heart. I felt this overall sense of well-being and awareness of self. But self is in the capital S self, is in universe, God, or creation. I didn't know why. I just knew. And I just knew I was so grateful and full of light and love. This space, this magic inside, where judgment isn't even possible. It can't exist. There's not clouds All of our shadows melt away. We just love it all, pure love. Patanjali tells us this, as many scholars have before and sons, that we're all capable of this. Jesus said, I and the Father are one. Indeed. He was telling us, we are God. You are God. I am God. How many others have brought the same message? And we can see it throughout history. It's in this realization of this oneness that we realize we are the highest self, our highest self, this power that exists within us. And it's up to us to see through the screen of life we've created and start to make decisions that'll serve us better and therefore serve our brothers and sisters better, this planet better, all of it, raise the consciousness. Think about this, all of us having the same light, all parts in the ocean and the river are running. We're all different, though, because of these experiences and beliefs we've had as we've created our life, our personal histories, our ego identities, our culture, education, where we live, how we live, the parents we had, schools we went to, on and on. All of it's created the screen we see through life. Like you're looking out through the screen door to the outside world. I remember pushing my face against that screen when I was little. Do you guys? I'm trying to bust through that bad boy now, conquering all of these old beliefs I'm starting to question about what is true, what do I know to be true, and break down habits that I've created that don't serve me, and habits that don't serve humanity. Think about food this way. We all need food, but what we decide is food is filtered by this screen, by where you live, what you're taught to eat, what's accessible to you what you've created a habit of, all of these things affect what you call food and what you know is food. Knowing we're capable of any moment to this full realization that we are the light inside the screen, we're not outside the screen, that all we have to do is bust through it and remove that layer, that filter that has tucked away all this magic in us so we can love ourselves fully and love the world fully and completely. Don't you want to explore these things that you believe to be true and might not be serving you more now? Do you want to cultivate your attention on what you do want and see where it takes you? Why not, right? 
What if the heart sing is just waiting for you to push through your fears on your worthiness shadows? What if all your dreams are right on the other side of that? What if, my friend, you can cultivate this magic right inside of you, right where you are, because it's already there? What if you just have to remove a screen, stick your nose through it a little harder? What if just learning to be still? The skill of concentration and ultimately letting go and trusting you, not anyone outside of you, not anything outside of you, just you. Can you imagine? That universe inside of you, the infinite, all-encompassing light being you are. This is the path all these limbs of yoga take us on, from the first of the limbs, the yamas, guiding us on what's important in this life and how we should act to others. Are we living in truth, love, nonviolence, and living authentically? Or are we living in lies and we're shoving this down with food, wine, Netflix, because we're too afraid to feel the greatness within? Are you playing scared? Are you ready to live in greater love and play big? And dive in these niyamas and look inside the second limb. As we explored this and learned about cultivating this self-discipline, love, and compassion for your human self as you explore this, who are you? And dive into this self-study. Learn about building habits, clearing clutter, creating gratitude, all of these things that look so practical and lead to this magical space. Don't you just want to run and do all the things right now you see you can get more and more heart saying, I do. Let's do it together. One thing at a time, of course, though. Listen, I'm almost ready, my friends. I've been building this process for over the past two years. And as my friend Ginny told me, she said, Addie, it's like you're over here just doing your own thing and everyone else is way over here. Picture me in one hand far away from other people in her other hand. And I thought, oh, yes, I guess. Of course, that's true, right? Because I'm listening to where I'm being led, which is nowhere where anyone can tell me but what's right inside of me. And I'm listening to this instinct, which is incidentally what my cart Erica pulled today because I'm playing coffee shop Addie again. Another sign, my friends. Instinct, all about listening to that intuition right inside and hearing I'm on the right path. It's a higher level chakra card right in alignment with my current spiritual surge. Am I on the right path according to all of these signs and my soul and the life force energy within me that I can feel? If this is singing to you, get in one of those intro to meditation courses because at least for right now, my inner guide is telling me this is the path into the me for sisterhood and the guide process. It is so important in the process that you will at least own this skill. You know, you've heard me say over and over in this podcast, I must inspire a million people to meditate or I will die. It's no exception coming into the sisterhood. Like, you must learn meditation or I might die. And once you learn it, no one can take it away from you and it'll always be there for you. And then I can sleep better knowing one more person has it. (laughs) Listen, I know you all just want the planner. I mean, it is fabulous. (laughs) But here's the thing. The planner is magic because you infuse it with your magic. You make it your own and the process of going through this process. It'll help you each day come from fear to love. But first, you learn to meditate with an easy, comfortable way to practice that we can show you. Come learn with me. This, my friends, wraps up this series on the eight limbs of yoga. 
And I hope you understand how you are already a yogi or a yogini already after this short series, and maybe a little inspired to understand a little bit more about the union of your body, mind, and soul, and how it can impact any change in your life on a magical level. And you better be inspired to meditate. I hope so. You know this is my mission in life. If you are so inclined, be so kind as to tell your friends about the Heart Sing podcast. Let them know to subscribe, download, all that amazing stuff, because we're just getting started over here. And for heaven's sakes, check me out on Renee's podcast. It's on fire. Links are below. You and your amazing reviews are so appreciated. Thank you all for taking the time. I do know you have to go a bit out of your way, and it means the world. I get touched each time I read them and it just lights me up. I read them all and it inspires me to keep creating. So thank you. Thank you. Next week, I'm coming at you live from my adventures in Beaver Creek, Colorado. Who knows what'll pop up once I get this pitter fire cooled down a bit and I'm hanging out with uh, my Aunt Mary, the biohack and sparkulator. Who knows what's coming? Without further ado, let's go light this bee up, you witches and bitches. Slay her out. <laughs>